Thank you for tuning in to Uncommon Women, a podcast that provides a platform for women of all walks of life to share their upbringings, life lessons learned, experiences, and journeys to come. Uncommon Women speaks on topics that can relate to all women. We share, we listen, we laugh, we cry, and we empower each other to be the best uncommon woman that they can be. Ultimately, we are cultivating a global movement of women supporting women. Women supporting entrepreneurship, relationships, self-love, and so much more. We inspire each other to make an impact on this world for the better. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to Uncommon Women. Now, finally, grab a seat, get comfortable, and hear from your wonderful host, Shanira and Jenny Lee. Hello, good evening, everyone. I'm Jenny Lee. And I'm Shanira. And we are Uncommon Women, and we have two amazing guest speakers who are college women, uh, Fatima and Moby, and they will be speaking on their organization and their clothing line. Hi, Moby and Fatima. Hi. <laughs> so how are you doing this evening? Good. Good. <laughs> A little bit stressed, but overall. <laughs> well, can you, can you both or one of you, whoever wants to go first and tell me, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I can go first. <laughs> um, well, my name is Fatima Kamaro. I currently attend Thomas Jefferson University as a biopsychology major with the pre-med track. And um, yeah, this is my good friend, Moby. We're going to have a good time. <laughs> yes, don't be nervous, ladies. Um, so we're definitely going to have an amazing time hearing about what you guys are doing for the community as well as the young girls. Um, but before we get into all that good stuff, uh, can you... Uh, Moby, if you don't mind going first, uh, can you tell us a little bit about your childhood, where you were raised, anything about your upbringing or your family that you could help us today? So I draw a lot of my work and focus on my own experiences of being a daughter of Nigerian um, parents in America. So I'm definitely motivated by their sacrifices, thankful for everything they've done for me. And yeah, that's... <laughs> That's amazing. Is it just you and your uh, parents that's here from Nigeria? Do you have other family? I have two younger brothers. Oh, okay. Okay. So they can be annoying, I'm sure. <laughs> but you love them dearly, don't you? Yes. <laughs> How about you, Fatima? Um, I would say my upbringing, this is in regards to my upbringing, right? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Um, I would say it was very motivating. Anything that I wanted to do as a kid, my parents were usually always like, Fatima, like you can do it. Even if I was completely trash at it, like um, for example, <laughs> in middle school, I'll never forget this. I decided to take up basketball and my parents were like, oh my gosh, she's going to be Michael Jordan. Like she's going to be <laughs> In my heart, like I knew that that wasn't the case, but because they were motivating me, I still went along with it. And I was mm -hmm. like, okay, maybe I actually can do this. I wasn't <laughs> able to do it, but I still had the heart. <laughs> that just goes to attest that like different factors in my life, my parents have always been there regardless of the situation. So I can't that, complain. That's awesome. That's awesome that, you know, we have to have supportive parents and, you know, root us on, even if we're doing bad or good. And I love that. I love that. 
I love that because, you know, not too many people are fortunate to have that. But that's amazing. And it's motivation for you mm -hmm. to try, you know, even though you're like, oh, man, I kind of suck at basketball. But <laughs> like, it's OK, though. I'm trying. I got supportive parents, you know. Um, it's not the end of the world. Maybe yep. I will mm -hmm. maybe not be Michael Jackson. Maybe I'll be LeBron, you know. Never know. Maybe I'll be the next. Bottoma. So um, that's great that you have uh, supportive parents and whatever you decide to do. And that's great. Um, Moby, that your parents are supportive as well. I'm sure they're definitely supportive of what you're doing as well. So let's go ahead and get into the good stuff. Can you speak on so, your So um, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. So I would love to know, uh, what your business is about and how you started the organization. So being <laughs> a daughter of Nigerian immigrants, I felt like I always felt like I was a blend of like two different worlds, like growing up here in America, but also still having that Nigerian background. So mm -hmm. I often struggled with my identity and like accepting myself. And I always felt like I had to like constrain myself to like one label, which was hard for me because I couldn't identify as a single thing. Mm -hmm. So outside of my home, like my pronunciation of like different words was like tinted with my family's accent. <laughs> then inside my home, my words were tinted by like my American accent. Mm -hmm. So it was just hard growing up for me. So some of my family members, they would like refer to me as like Oyinbo, which is like the Nigerian term for like an outsider. So that really did like affect me. So like by volunteering at my church and like meeting people like Fatima, I was able to see like there are other people like like me. So it kind of inspired us to like um, go out into the community and start like helping young girls who like went through the same struggles that we did, like help them grow professionally, personally, with like anything they need help with. Mm, that's amazing. I love that. I love how you were able to, you know, sometimes we don't we don't get to meet others just like us, but when you do meet someone and you, I can tell from, you know, just seeing you both, how you guys clicked and was able to be like, you know what, we're going through this, let's do this together. That's amazing, I love it. And how has the progress been with being able to help young, younger women, you know, being kind of like a mentor? How has the progress been with uh, your foundation? I would say it's been nothing short of amazing. Um, just having that opportunity, because it almost feels like I'm talking to my younger self. So it's kind of like Aww. people have that thing like, oh, if I can go back in time, it's almost like that, like speaking to a young girl and like telling them that, hey, you actually can do this. You have the capabilities, everything that you need. You just need to go about it the right way. And I feel like that's where some people fail in life because they just don't know how to go about things the right way. They don't have um, a certain type of person in their life to say, this is what you can do. You're able to do anything that you want to. So I feel like if a, other younger girls across the world in the US or whatever, if they have that person in their ear saying that, hey, you can do this, it'd be a much better place. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree on that. That's amazing. So let's speak on how you got, you both are uh, college students, correct? Yes. Okay. Congratulations on that. Um, <laughs> let's, let's speak on, you know, being in college and uh, the pandemic and how um, things has been 
the transition and in regards to you know wearing masks versus virtual and just being in school and everything overall how has everything impacted your life thus far and you guys can take um each one of you can uh answer it separately is fine um well definitely before the pandemic i felt like i had like a clear vision of what i wanted what i wanted for like all my like our organizations and everything but during the height of the pandemic it's like we kind of lost sense of what we wanted to do and how we like wanted to navigate our organization and it was also like a very mentally draining period dealing with school a new oh virus reality <laughs> <laughs> of being black in america the nsars crisis in nigeria it just felt like we were drowning like hopelessness so we kind of just wanted to hit the pause button but fortunately like life goes on so you can't really stop what you want to do and like reevaluate everything mm -hmm. so we kind of decided to take a break with beauty with brains for a little bit but now we're kind of in the process of like reevaluating and seeing like where we want to go with um the organization and also like for me for my personal life too like it's just been a very meditative period for me mm -hmm. i could definitely say the same like um when covid first hit i was like planning to come back to school <laughs> it never happened so when i was back at home um, I was FaceTiming Moby constantly. We were like, oh my gosh, like we have so many ideas, but how are we going to go about it? Mm -hmm. And I felt like that was just God saying like, hold on, it's not the right time yet. When mm -hmm. it's finally time for it to be released, it'll be released. But I'm so grateful that I got to have that time by myself. Um, because like Moby said, like it was a meditative thing. Like I just was by myself, I wasn't around my friends or anything. Nobody was influencing certain actions that I was doing, certain ideas. It was just Fatima by herself thinking. And um, it really helped me come back to college because I have like a set goal of exactly what I want to accomplish. And I'm actually so grateful for it. But, you know, like the circumstances behind it obviously weren't that great. But, you know, just me being by myself and, you know, just listening to who I was, it was great. That's good. So maybe um, your circumstances has um, changed because of the pandemic, but maybe God was using it to um, a season for you women to um, educate you mentally on on your your level of where you were at in life and plant those seeds that you needed so that when it's time to get out there and speak to younger women that you guys will prosper and manifest in their lives um, in a positive note. So mm -hmm. um, that's great that you guys, you know, took the time out to just spend time with yourself and get to know yourself a little bit more. And that strengthens you to help others. So that's amazing. That's really good. Uh, Fatima, can you speak on what you had started um, as an intern during the pandemic with how you helped others and yourself um, gaining research hours? Oh, yeah. That was a very difficult time <laughs> um, because during that time I was a sophomore and in order for you to get into medical school, they usually look for research hours, like what you've accomplished thus far. And I was like, sophomore year is going to be the year COVID happened and it kind of put a halt. And um, I was emailing professors. I was like, hey, is there any way that I can get in a lab by chance? And they were like, no, it's COVID restrictions. So I was like, how am I going to get these hours in? Like I actually beat them. And so um, Moby and I were talking like, 
maybe a year or two back, we were like, wouldn't it be so cool if we can have like students across different college campuses and us just focus on a certain topic to research about? And, you know, like we constantly get together. So from that idea, I made it virtual. And um, I started an Instagram page. I didn't know the direction it was gonna go in. I didn't know who the guest speaker was gonna be. I didn't know who the audience was gonna be, but I just started the Instagram page and I was like, hey guys, there's gonna be a research program, please join. And I put a Google form in the um, bio. And that same night I was trying to figure out who in the world is going to be the guest speaker because um, it's usually gonna be like medical school students, healthcare workers, doctors, what have you. And something told me to go to YouTube and I went into YouTube and I typed in, why is research important? And I'll never forget this guy, his name is, is Evolving Medic. I pressed on his video and in his bio was his Instagram. And I was like, is it unprofessional if I like DM this man? <laughs> like, like, hey, would you like to organization that isn't even set in stone yet? So I went about it, I DM'd him and I would say maybe like five hours later, he got back to me. And wow, that's that's fast reply. That is, that is. Like, super fast. I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? <laughs> he was like, please email me the information. Um, I did that. He ended up being a guest speaker. I was like, the first person is a amazing. And um, from then on, I just did the same process. I was emailing people. I went about it differently. I didn't DM them. <laughs> I was like, that's a he was like, let me be professional now. But I was able to get some medical school students on some different doctors within the Philadelphia area. And it's been great. I've just been so happy. I'm actually in the process of trying to bring the organization to my college campus so it can be like broader. So wow. yeah, I'm just grateful to God. That's that is amazing. amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. Love it. And when you started your um, virtual uh, research uh, for the hours for school, was it just people, uh, was it just um, intern students in the US or did you have any intern students out, outside of the US? Yeah, it was um, students in the U.S. and also outside of the U.S. There was one from China and okay. I forget. Oh, the other one was from Canada. So I was like, hey, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm just that's super a great excited. accomplishment. That's amazing. You should be proud of yourself. Definitely. Yeah, all glory to God. Yes. <laughs> See? Yes. <laughs> See, he used you for something else where you mm -hmm. didn't even know that you were going to be used for. Yeah. <laughs> amazing how God works. Mm -hmm. uh, with you doing this virtually, so how is it going now? Is you okay, guys are still so doing it? I'm sorry? Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I was like just answering. I said, are you guys still doing it virtually? Well, I mean, uh, depending on how things are going, because, you know, you just never know how the circumstances is now with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. so are you guys still doing it virtually? Are you still, yeah, still virtually? Um, because like, like I said before, there's students like within the U.S. Mm -hmm. that are outside of Philly and stuff. So I still yeah. want to make sure that they get the same opportunity. Um, and with that, I also want to make sure that students from my own school are able to, you know, hop on a Zoom and hear what they need to hear regarding like a profession that they want to possibly be in in the health field. Mm, okay. Okay. So Moby, can you speak on your accomplishments with your research pro projects? Yes, so these past <laughs> two years, I've had the opportunity on two research projects. 
Um, my most recent happened this past summer. So I was given the opportunity to work with my, one of my professors, Dr. Jennifer Taylor. And I was working under the FIRE Fellowship Program where we had to develop a workplace violence curriculum for EMS and fire responders. So I did get a lot of like research skills and like stakeholder engagement and all that stuff. <laughs> but honestly, my biggest takeaway was how much of an emotional experience it was for me. Mm. I did not know the extent of violence that a lot of first responders go through while like trying to serve the community. And sometimes I just wanted to cry, like hearing their stories like firsthand. And it was just like so inspiring to hear from the people like I was trying to help, like how inspiring and how life-changing like the work that me and my colleagues were going to do. So that was amazing. And then last year I had the opportunity to work on a project called the Qualitative Study of West Philadelphia Residents Engaged in Drexel Research. I worked during the pandemic with Dr. Amy Carroll Scott. Um, Besides the research skills I learned again, um, it was really cool because I got to interview people who were surveyors for the West Philly Promise neighborhood. And basically West Philly Promise, the West Philly Promise neighborhood is a Drexel-led initiative, which is funded by the US Department of Education and it was designed to gain a better understanding of children and families living in Philadelphia's Promise Zone. And a Promise Zone is basically the area of high poverty, like high poverty communities, where the federal government tries to partner up with local leaders in order to create programs to help improve their educational and health outcomes. So I got to hear a lot of like stories from the community, like what people go through and like what kind of change they want to see in the community. And I was able to like communicate that back to like my research leads. So it was a pretty transformative experience. Wow, that's powerful. So now I'm intrigued to hear at least one of the stories um, that you heard that made you feel emotional um, without naming any names, obviously. Out there. Doctors will do that. Shout out to all the doctors, you know. Um, is, there one story, is there one story that um, you can think of that really um, made you emotional or was very inspirational for you? Um, one of the emotional stories I can think of was, so one of the persons I was working on the research I did last summer, they were, they came into um, someone's home and they could see like feces all over the ground. Like cockroaches were crawling over everywhere. Like they're like young children living in like this kind of environment. So they described it as like a shock, like it was just shocking to see someone like live in that kind of environment. Mm -hmm. So we were just like finding like, he was just, like we were just like thinking of different ways, like how can you like help someone come out? Like, how do you go about that? Like talking to people, helping them out of that circumstance. So as a young researcher, it was just like, it brought up a lot of questions for me and like the kind of work, it kind of like informed the kind of work I want to do as mm -hmm. I want in my career. Mm -hmm. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And did they express like how how did they handle that type? Do you know how they they handle um those type of circumstances when they walk into a house like that? Do they have to just typically ignore it and just go to what they yeah, have? Yeah, that's they have to, <laughs> they literally have to ignore 
I'm just like, how do you ignore something like that? Be <laughs> looking around like, like oh. <laughs> right. I, I would feel honestly, I would feel sad for the children too. You know, yeah. Um, I wish I could help them, but anyways, sorry yeah. about that. So we um, know that you put um, or have you guys started uh, working back with beauty, beauty and brains this this year? Or is it still on hold? Yeah, Beauty with Brains is still on hold. Okay. Um, because we want to make sure that we have the same impact that we did back in Reading, Pennsylvania, which is our both of our hometowns. Okay. Um, so like trying oh. to, have, yeah, having it transition over to the Philadelphia area, we're trying to see if we can go with different schools, things like that. We just want to make sure everything is right. <laughs> okay, that's understandable. Yeah. So can you name maybe one or two things that um, your goals is to um, impact the Reading area and the Philadelphia area with uh, Beauties and Brains for uh, the young women? Do you, do you Did you guys get that far or are you still researching in regards to how you want to put everything together? Um, we're still researching like on how we want to put everything together. But you know, like okay. one of our main focus points, we want to focus on like how COVID has affected like a lot of people with like jobs, their families. So we really want to look into that yeah. as well as like other issues. Okay. I would also add to that um the importance of sisterhood because when you have people who are like-minded and have a goal as well, it motivates you. So mm -hmm. just understanding that like mm -hmm. not everything is a competition, um, especially like for young girls as well, just having somebody to look to is a big aspect of growing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Very, Very important. So can you um, also speak on how many students you helped so far and, you know, starting the organization? So before the pandemic, we um, partnered up with a, another nonprofit organization in Reading, and we would physically meet like once a week to be like after school. And we had about like 15 to 20 girls coming like to each of our weekly meetings. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, girl, I do that too. <laughs> it's okay. So. Um, that's great. And you said, um, was it monthly meetings that you were having weekly. with the other weekly, weekly yes. meetings? Wow. Yeah. So were you a, were you in um, the other uh, organization? Did you have to create content or did they create the content? And then you were just basically like mentors there for the weekly um, meetings? Um, so basically what we just needed was like a building and an yeah. audience. So they yes. provided oh, okay. their food, <laughs> the curriculum, everything. So they so provided did, everything. Yeah. Wow, that's a blessing too. That's that's, that's awesome. Amazing. Um that is. Yeah, that's definitely a blessing. That and is then amazing. For it to be provided weekly. I can't wait till you ladies start again. This is amazing. Oh, yeah. So I know. Have you decided if you're going to transition to Philadelphia since you guys are in college, or is it something that you want to keep in your hometown, which is running? Um, I think 
and, and tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I feel like it would be really good if we could broaden out to the Philadelphia area, mm -hmm. but still at the same time um, have something going on in Reading. If that means recruiting other women our age to help mentor, then that would be great. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, like, that is Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That would be something. That would be great to do because then, then, you know, you can, you're basically outreaching everywhere you want to go, not just in the Reading area, but in right. the Philly area, you know, and okay, I like that. So who is your inspiration and where does your inspiration come from? <laughs> so my biggest inspiration is definitely God. Like, I'm thankful for everything. Amen. <laughs> Amen. for my family, for my peers. I'm inspired by like their motivation and like their own experiences. I'm also inspired by myself. I feel like whenever I'm feeling discouraged and motivated, I just look back at like what I've done, like what have I accomplished. I'd be like, wow, you really did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta be oh. your own cheerleader at times. Yep, yep, you that. have to be. Mm -hmm. I was my cheerleader today. I was posting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you, you gotta um, definitely have that self love and empowerment for yourself mm -hmm. so that you can help mm -hmm. others. So ain't nothing wrong with that. And I no, nope, not at all. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I would like you said. I would say God is my biggest inspiration. Because even now, just like this moment, like this is insane. Like I wouldn't be sitting here next to you if it wasn't for God. We wouldn't be doing this interview um, with you two lovely young women, which is like absolutely insane. But yeah, definitely God, because um, I wouldn't be able to do anything without him. And also my parents as well. I tell you, my parents, oh my gosh, they're, they're amazing. Like if they want something, they go after it. You can tell, for example, my dad, you can tell my dad, like, it's impossible to go to space. He'll have in his mind, I can't go to space. <laughs> but I'm so grateful for that because it instilled um, the mindset that I have. And us just talking about our accomplishments, I'm just, like, looking back, like, wow, we actually were able to do this because we refused to take no for an answer. Yes. And God yes. So, yeah. Yeah. That is very encouraging. You just like you said, like it, taking no for answer. Sometimes it's hard, you know, when people reject you, but you just got to keep going and not stop. You know, like anything is possible. Anything is possible. There is nothing that is nothing. Nothing can stop you. And I love that. So also, can you speak on your clothing brand and whose idea was it that started it? <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of a funny story. Because <laughs> we were just sitting in my living room one day. And we both have like a like passion for fashion. Like we love exploring our creative yeah. side. So we're like, hmm, how can we do all of that? Mm -hmm. While like sticking with the majors we have already. Mm -hmm. So we kind of took the idea, just like, oh, why don't we just start a clothing brand? Yeah. And I don't remember how cinched in the name. Oh, this is what happened. We were in her living room. <laughs> offering me snacks and whatnot and I was like being fed well and we were like what if we were able to like start a clothing brand no 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 it was like wait 
Cinch didn't came about because it was initially going to be belts. It was belts. Belt yeah. Belt. It was okay. going to be belts first. And then we decided to just broaden out. We were like, okay, if we can't do the belts, because we did a whole photo shoot with the belts too. I remember that. Hmm. Um, we did like shirts that we made out of pins. Like we were super creative. <laughs> and then it finally um, came to us making like tote bags, hoodies, and t-shirts and stuff like that. So Okay. Yeah. And did you have any of the stuff that you have in your clothing line? By any chance? By any chance, you know? We want to see what's going on, you know? We want to promote you and get your stuff out there. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're going to do a What is the name of the clothing line as you're, um, as you guys are getting your stuff? Um, Cinched In. Cinched In. Okay. Do you have yep. a website for that as well? Yes, it's www.cinchedin.com. Okay. And for our viewers that's watching, uh, be sure to check out the website. Uh, Anything that they don't show us today, you're more than welcome to um, go on the website and check out their apparel as well. So a little drum roll. Drum roll. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. It says cinched in. And... um, it's a hoodie. Is it a hoodie? Yes, mm-hmm. a hoodie. Okay. And what does it say on the back then? You can read, you can just tell me what it so says. So it says, look at what we started. Okay. So it's kind of a reminder to us and also to our customers like, no matter what stage of life you are, don't forget to like look back and like see what you've done, like what you accomplished. Like, yes. you started. Yes. Yes. For sure. This is one of the tote bags. Mm-hmm. I've been wearing it constantly. So excuse me if there's like anything <laughs> on it. <laughs> it also says the same thing as the hoodie. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. Awesome. That is really awesome. I love it. So also, how can we help you and where can, uh, how can we help you and um, promoting you and not only, and just like, giving your information out there? Um, I would say, yeah, I would just say like post on the story if it's possible. <laughs> um, if anybody who's watching, if you like what you see, you can definitely <laughs> buy it, www.simpson.com. Um, but yeah, just also keep us in your prayers. Prayers yeah. work, praying work, so yeah. Definitely, definitely. Thank you. And also, I would add, stay tuned because we have a lot more in store. <laughs> yeah, new awesome. collection coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you, like, how you're just like so inspired and motivated to help these young girls. And I love how when I was reading your bios, I was just so intrigued. You know, you don't see a lot of college students doing that. And that is uh, amazing. I applaud you for what you are doing. Thank you. You're welcome. So there is one question we do ask all of our um, guest speakers that come on today uh, before we close up. And you ladies can take your time answering this individually. But that is what makes you uncommon? That's a good question. Um, I would say I'm uncommon because I don't define myself under one label. Mm, I see myself as a multifaceted 
person and I'm continuing to grow as such. Yeah. That's what we're in common. That's awesome. I love it. Go ahead, Fatima. Drum roll. <laughs> um, I would say what makes me uncommon is how I refuse to take no for an answer, which we discussed previously. And um, just my faith and trust in God, because I know for some people, their relationship with God can kind of be like, I'm gonna trust you, but not completely. Like I kind of want to take things into my own hands. And over time I had to learn that when I let God like completely take the ropes over my life, so much is possible. Those times when I was like, oh God, I know what I'm doing. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so yeah, that makes me uncommon. Just having a great relationship with my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the faith that I have in him. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Is there anything that you ladies would like to say um, that we didn't cover, we didn't discuss, or anything that you would like the world to know um, before we close out? Let's see. And it could be enough. You can't think of nothing because I know I put you on spot. Like it's just free for all. If there's anything that you in your heart that you would like to say, I'm just grateful that you guys had us on for this experience. It's really been amazing. Yeah, this was a whole blessing. <laughs> I would say. Oh yeah, to the viewers, I would say continue to go after your dreams. You do not want to live in regret, okay? You don't want to live with the mindset, shoulda, coulda, woulda, do it now. Everybody on this call right now is a testament to that. Just go after it. Don't let anything stop you. Um, time waits for no man. <laughs> go after your dreams and do it now. You can be an inspiration to so many people. You don't know what God has in store. See, look at that. You ain't see, girl. <laughs> that was powerful. That was powerful, girl. That that's what was bullet up inside of you. And it was like, you know say it. You know it? So I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad that you said it because uh, I think a lot of people they do have to take heed and let the let everyone know. You know, time mm -hmm. doesn't wait for nobody. It doesn't. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us put our dreams on the back burner or on hold like oh well let me finish this first i have time to do it we never yeah. know you know so yeah mm -hmm. i think that's very important and i thank you ladies for i know you guys are in school and rushing to get on the podcast today <laughs> so we truly appreciate you guys taking time out of your busy schedules being college students and them grades better be popping yes um, get on, <laughs> on an uncommon women today we we are truly uh blessed and fortunate to have you and i love um because you are young women and y'all have so many ideas I love that you guys want to be business owners and entrepreneurs and still be in medical school and doing, um, you know, just being in college, still getting your education is is rewarding. So I know your parents are definitely um, happy and proud of you ladies uh, for for doing what you ladies are doing. Um, viewers, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you um, so much for 
tuning into Uncommon Women and listening to their stories today as well as their organization. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel YouTube channel under Uncommon Women Podcast. Uh, we are looking to get more subscribers on YouTube because uh, we'll be doing some uh, how do I put this? Well, I don't want to put too much information out there, but we'll be leveling up for season five. So be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and also check out our website at uncommonwomen.net where we have our self-love apparel. And if you would like to be a guest speaker, you're more than welcome to go on there and fill out a form to be a guest speaker. If anyone has any question, topic, or concerns that you would like us to talk about, you guys can email us at uncommonwomenpodcast.com and we'll be sure to get back to you. Uh, so again, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode and be sure to stay uncommon. Bye. Bye.